Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swaddlers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swaddlers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better than the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. And if you're a fan of Pampers, you've got to check out their new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, which clean better than Huggies Natural Care and are five times stronger, so they resist tearing during a diaper change. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. You can redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everyone, and welcome to No Dumb Questions with Mel. From those random shower thoughts, that personal question you bury deep, to those random in-between moments you do a double take for, we're going to explore all of that in this new show. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of No Dumb Questions with Mel. I'm so excited to talk about today's topic about, you know, why I still have roommates in my 30s. Before we get started, I do want to start off with our Google segment for this episode, where I share the latest thing I Googled. So today, I officially booked my vacation for the fall with my boyfriend, Ray, and we are going to Japan and Taiwan. It will be his first time there, and my first time going to Kyoto. I heard it's a very beautiful place in Japan, very traditional. And one of my goals of this trip is to stay at a ryokan, which is more of a traditional like housing. So just Googling different options in Kyoto. I would love to be also close to like an onsen too. But for those of you that have traveled to Kyoto and have stayed at a ryokan, please let me know what the best one is, the most affordable, like highly rated ones. I'm definitely doing my research and like watching a bunch of vlogs still. But for those who have traveled, please shoot me a DM. I would love to know. And yeah, I'm just really excited for this little trip we're having. It's our first international trip together. And I guess the exciting thing too is that um, taking my boyfriend back to my motherland is a first. Uh, it's a, Yeah, it's something I've never done before. And I'll be staying with my grandpa. So yeah, that will be a very interesting experience. I think one thing just to share, um, one thing my family and I are trying to do is that if we're ever in Asia, like just to visit my grandpa more often because he's getting a little bit older. So I know I've gone last year, but I want to spend as much time as I can with him. So we'll also be seeing him for a few days in Taiwan. So very excited for that. All right. Today's topic is surrounding living with people and roommates. So I thought I'd start off this episode with this topic kind of talking about like our first perception and idea of roommates and the background of it. 
when I think about roommates, the idea really incepted my head or like I knew about it when I moved away for college. Like after getting accepted at UCSD during community college, I knew I would have to live with people. So roommates in college was kind of like a given. I don't think I had that high standards in terms of like what I expected, but I will say I was very excited to like live I might live, you know, away from home to decorate my place and have that like, you know, that type of excitement. I will say I was very fortunate to have amazing standout roommates in college. Um, I actually knew my roommate in college. Her name's Tiff. I met her at community college and we both agreed to live with each other. We transferred to UCSD and it was one of the best decisions I've ever made because she brought her high school best friend, Sally, and the three of us are have been best friends for the last 10 years. So I had a really great living situation in college. I think I entered that realm of unexpectedness when I moved to LA for the first time and the idea of roommates just kind of shifted for me. Like, I really lived with random people at the time. Like, I first went to L.A. because I I just wanted a place that was convenient and very affordable. So, yeah, different type of experience, you know, in my, when I first started, you know, living with random people in my adulthood versus, like, in college. I guess the one thing I will say that, I've sh- that has shifted for me now that I live with people Various types of people, you know, in my in my adulthood. Actually, not various. I live with a handful of different types of people in my 20s and my 30s. But I think in college, I didn't really understand what I valued as much. Like, obviously, like, you could be clean. But, like, I think we're just always in and out of the apartment that it wasn't like, that big of a deal. But I think now when you're adulthood, you really know and understand what you value in a roommate because you're literally living with them for years at a time sometimes. And, like... It's just like, plus not working from home, you have a certain preference for how your space and cleanliness. So I will say I definitely know my value in a roommate now in my 30s. I wanted to take this time to kind of share like it's my history with roommates. I actually have never lived alone ever and I'm 32. I've always had roommates. I never like lived by myself in a house like for a period, long periods of time. So I kind of thought I'd give you kind of like my history as to like why and like my situation. So reflecting back, I definitely will say I had a kind of like a glow up with my living situation. In 2016 was a year I officially moved back down to LA after like my internship with Wong Fu. I went back home and I finally came back down and I lived in a two bedroom apartment and I shared a bedroom with uh, one of my friends from college. And I think at the time, like really was just a period of survival. Like I really, I knew I couldn't afford to live in my own room. So the best thing I could do is split a bedroom. The year after that, I continued to split a bedroom, and that's where I moved in with my current roommate, Darlene. Darlene and I lived, um, we moved to a different apartment with my other roommates. So there's three of us living in a two-bedroom, two-bath apartment, and Darlene and I literally lived in this oddly shaped master bedroom. And to get some kind of privacy in that bedroom, I like had curtains pulled up that I just like closed my curtains to be my my quote unquote half of the bedroom. But to be honest, it wasn't half because that master bedroom was oddly shaped where I couldn't like divide the room in half. So my little I, I would call it my patch of land that I slept in. It was probably the size of a restroom, like a smaller restroom. And it was just a twin size bed, one side table. And I think that was it in a small curtain. It was definitely... Very small, very older building. But thinking back at that time, that's when I landed my first corporate job and I was working in production. And to be completely honest, I wasn't making that much money and I had a little bit of debt. And my priority at the time was just to save as much money as I can and and pay off my debt. And yeah, it was very small, but I made it work. 
the next year was the year Darlene and I decided to move out of that apartment and get our own place. And we were like open to living together in the same room again, just to save money. But we found a really quaint, charming little apartment, two bedroom, one bath apartment. And we each had our own room for the first time. I finally upgraded my twin size bed that I had since college to a full size bed that I still use today. It was definitely like an older building. It's like kind of one of those smaller apartment buildings that had like five units. And um, it, it wasn't the nicest place, but I will say it was very affordable and very charming. I remember we barely had any furniture. We just had like one couch that we got from Ikea that was like a big splurge for us. And Darlene found our dining room table and chairs off Facebook Market. And we only had one parking spot that we would switch off. And one girl would park in the back, one girl would park on the street. And we had one washer-dryer unit shared with the whole apartment complex. But we each had our own room. It was very small, old and quaint, but it felt like a small upgrade from our little patch of land that we had. And we lived there for almost three and a half years. And yeah, it was, it was I don't know if my favorite place. It was the most memorable place because I feel like I lived, I really felt like I was living in LA when I moved into that apartment. This fast forwards to my current living situation. I currently live, this is my second year here living here. I live in a, in a bigger townhouse, not too far away from our old place just two blocks away from my old place. So it was like a pretty smooth move. And I have an additional roommate now. His name is Aaron and he is Darlene's boyfriend. So they each, they share the master bedroom. I have another bedroom. We definitely have more rooms in this house, which is a huge upgrade. Like this is so much more space than I've ever had before. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure you've probably seen like maybe some snippets or stories of my, of my townhouse. I will say it is definitely modern. It's newly built. And that's why we got it. We're like, oh, this is so nice. It's so new. And we're like, yes. I love my place, but living here for the past two years, you definitely realize like, oh, this place wasn't built very well. Like, to be honest, like our, our windows leak whenever it rains, not very often, but when it leaks, like literally like it leaks, like we have a huge beach towel that we put on the windows. So it doesn't like ruin our walls and stuff. And like our garage, this is everyone that comes to my place always is like, man, this garage is like really poorly made. I'm like, yeah. So we have a townhouse and the the staircase kind of protrudes into the garage. So one of the cars is a two car garage when the car is always poking out of the garage. So we can never close our door. So my garage door is always locked. It's yes, I get a spot, but I'm just like, if you made a garage, you might as well make it fit for the cars. But no, it doesn't do that. But I think being in my townhouse now, it really feels like, wow, we've gone on a journey with living. Like I used to share a room, like a room room in my 20s with someone. And now I finally have my own room and bathroom. It's like a huge upgrade. I have a washer and dryer unit and we have parking. To be honest, if you live in LA, washer and dryer and parking is like, like it's so unheard of. I'm so used to like figuring out street parking. So I love my, love my current house, my townhouse. It's really nice. The only another, I guess I'll say it's another like bleh thing about my townhouse is that I actually live next to an Airbnb. So we do share a wall with the Airbnb and that that information was not disclosed to me when moving in. So I was like, we sometimes deal with noise and, you know, things here and there. But to be honest, for the price we pay for, for the amount of space we have, you know, can't complain too much. But that's kind of like the rundown of like my current, my whole living situation living in Los Angeles. I guess the biggest takeaway is to know that I live in three different places, definitely like upgraded slowly per, per time. And I have lived with my roommate Darlene for six and a half years, which is a lot of time to be living with someone. And it says a lot about our dynamic and relationship. She's amazing. Um, also from the Bay Area. So we have that connection. Also from UCSD. 
probably why we connected and like met each other. But yeah, that's that's my current situation. Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swathers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swathers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. Pampers Swathers absorbs wetness better than the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. And if you're a fan of Pampers, you've got to check out their new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, which clean better than Huggies Natural Care and are five times stronger, so they resist tearing during a diaper change. With free and gentle, mess meets its match. And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. You can redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. All right. So one reason why I wanted to do this episode is to kind of share like throughout the years of living with, you know, roommates and like my different living situations throughout my time in L.A., I definitely have had I definitely had a lot of insecurities that were built up from from these moments. So I wanted to share a little bit about these moments of like, oh, like questioning yourself with your living situation. My hope is that by sharing these insecurities that, you know, for others who live with, you know, roommates or like, you know, are just moving to a new city can relate to this. So the first thing I will say, my insecurity, honestly, probably the first like three fourths of my time living in L.A. It wasn't until recently. I was very afraid of how people were perceived me knowing the fact that I didn't live alone. Yeah, I think a lot of my friends or a lot of my people I see that like have their own one bedroom studio or like, you know, like. I know a lot of my friends that even like out of college, like they moved out of the house and like could afford to live in a one bedroom apartment in a studio. And I just felt kind of like, man, like it made me wonder and feel a little bit like, oh, like I wonder if people don't just think I'm not financially capable of living alone. Like they're like, man, maybe Mel's like Mel's struggling or like can't afford to. But the reality is like I really couldn't afford to live alone. I really financially just wasn't the place I was at. And I think sometimes with with money and finance, it's such a touchy subject or it's such a thing. And it's really easy to feel inferior, you know, not being able to afford things. And my first probably like three to f- three to five years of living in L.A., I really had to like save money. Like I really couldn't afford to live in a nicer place, couldn't afford to live in my own bedroom. Even going out, I couldn't afford to go out all the time because I knew like my job just didn't provide the salary for that kind of lifestyle. And yeah, I was definitely afraid of how people would see that situation or like, would they pity me? You know, like that is something I always felt. And I think another reason too is I think growing up in my house, like my mom is very financially conservative to some degree and is very big on saving money. And she'd always, moving to LA was definitely like, I don't want to say selfish thing was a choice I made for myself. Knowing that my mom was like, you're more than welcome to stay at home for me and I won't charge you for rent. She was like, kind of like, why are you choosing to go away to spend so much money when I'm offering a free housing, free housing? I'm just like, no, I get it. So the first few years in L.A. was definitely a struggle. And I dealt with that whole financial security thing. And I, to be honest, like even to this day, like I will say I still struggle with that a little bit now because it's it's natural to compare. Like a lot of my friends have worked in tech for years, have worked in finance and like have built up that capital that I just don't have. 
And so sometimes looking back on my past, I'm just like, wow, I really felt it back then. Don't feel as strongly now, but you know, that, that was a reality I had, to, I had to go through. Another thing that I felt, especially when I used to share a bedroom with my roommate Dar, or even before that, when I used to share a bedroom in general, I think one big part of your life when you move to a new city is, you know, dating and romance. I remember feeling as if I couldn't, I really couldn't date freely because I felt I was afraid to let, like, the guy I was dating know that I, I shared a bedroom with someone. Like, you can't bring someone back. And, like, I didn't want to be like, oh, you could come stay with me in my twin bed. Like, that was definitely something I was like, man, like, shit. Because I do think when you're on dates, you're always kind of like, I don't say judging, you're you're evaluating if this your partner or the, op- the person in front of you is financially capable. Again, it goes back to finance. Like, are they capable? Can they take care of themselves and all these things? And, like, that was something I did feel like I'm like, man, like, I don't. I can't even be intimate with someone because I'm just like, I don't feel comfortable having you come into my my one bedroom or my bedroom and be like, hey, hey, Dar, um, can someone come in? It just feels really, it just felt really weird for me. So I never really brought anyone home because of that reason. The other reason, um, this is really weird. The last reason I'll just say with my insecurity, I was afraid of using laundromats, mostly because it was just something I never did or have gone to this sounds really okay this would be really random in general like ugh, I hate to admit this but I didn't know how I didn't know how to do laundry until I was in college like my mom just never let me touch the laundry which is so stupid now I think about it but I think sometimes like you feel kind of like man do I know how to use a laundromat like do I don't use these like basic things like not knowing to do something could feel you could feel kind of like a like incompetent you know and I remember when I lived in that little quaint um apartment with Dar, the two bedroom, one bath, which I will say, I want to insert here. That place was very charming, but you know, um, the washing machine was just not good. Like the fact that we had like five units sharing one washer dryer was just not efficient. So I decided to go to the laundromat and was definitely nervous at first, but it became like an activity that I really looked forward to mainly because of two things. One, it was something like Justin and I, my, one of my really best friends, Justin, we would go together. Like I would drive down to Orange County with my loads of laundry. We would find the newest and coolest laundromat and that would be an activity we would do together. And we would kind of exchange like cleaning tips because he had an Airbnb. He has an Airbnb. So we'd always do that moment to kind of like that was our hangout moments. And it was something I always look forward to. The second thing I loved about laundromats that I really actually miss now, it was my solo time too. Like when Justin was busy... We didn't have laundry. I was asked him. I would just go by myself. I would put on a podcast. I would just load my laundry, listen to podcasts. I would journal. I would read. And it was just such a peaceful time. So I think I would just say that, like, I know when things feel unfamiliar, like, they could, it's just crazy how they could transform into, like, something you really look forward to. So those are some of my insecurities with, you know, having roommates and, you know, kind of, like, not being able to live by myself. Now, I really want to talk about the things I really love about having roommates in my 30s. Like, yes, I'm in my 30s. I live with two people and I absolutely love it. The first reason why is that you save a lot of money, like so much money by living with people. When I was like, there was a period of time where I did kind of want to live alone. I was like looking at apartments and studios and my gosh, they are almost like double and sometimes triple the amount I pay for my rent to live in this townhouse, like crazy. And I think sometimes if you're being really savvy, like I was even thinking like, man, like 
if I could live here as much as long as I can, like I could save so much money for future planning things. Like if I want a wedding, if I want like a nice vacation, like I'm literally saving money by living with roommates. And that is something I talked to my room, my, my current roommates, Aaron and Dara about. They're like, yeah, they want to save for a house. Living with people, you're like, you're making the smart decision now to save money to like be able to invest and afford the things that you want in the future, you know, like really go for those long-term goals. Again, with saving a lot of money, I have the opportunity and to live in a nicer space because I can share the expenses. Like honestly, the fact that I could split my internet bill, my gas bill, my water, like all these things, I can't imagine doing that by yourself. Like, I mean, I can, but like, it is really nice to be able to save money by splitting expenses. Another thing I will say that I've noticed, when you rent out a bigger like apartment or like more bedroom places and you have roommates, it's just by far more affordable than renting out like a one bedroom or a two bedroom. Like even when Darlene and I were looking just for, we like to look for places for fun looking at two bedrooms compared to three bedrooms, like three bedrooms are always just cheaper. So I get the benefit of living living in a townhouse with more rooms for an affordable price for sure. Along with the expenses getting split, another thing that I love is the chores also get split. Like the fact that I do not have to clean my whole place by myself is really nice. Like I could get to, we could have split the duties of vacuuming, kitchen cleaning, like washing, you know, the dishes or like, you know, the toilet, the, all this stuff is really nice. Like I think the biggest thing I also love is that honestly, like our current place, I don't know if I mentioned, but our current place is really nice, but we do have some like the windows leak. Like, we always need maintenance. And so the fact that I'm not the only person having to deal with maintenance is really nice. But like, hey, Dar, are you going to text them? Like that is so convenient and so nice. The other thing I noticed, and I'm not sure for those who also have roommates who are actually clean, when I moved to Adar through six and a half years ago, she was, she's very clean. Like her habits of cleaning have, have definitely rubbed off on me. Like I think it's because of her that I literally wiped down my counters after use. My, my dishes are always cleaned after the usage. Like our, our townhouse and our living room is always spotless because everything is clean and wiped down. I learned that habit from Dar. So it definitely helps to like, it's nice when like these good habits from your roommates like rub off on you. You're like, oh, this is oh, building habits. It's a good thing. The biggest thing I will say, and I know I'm very lucky in this, in this aspect is I love my roommate. Like, I think it says so much that I've lived with Dar for six, almost seven years now. Like, that's the longest time I've lived with someone. Like, besides my family, like, I've lived with Darlene the longest, like, ever. I think we had the perfect dynamic in the sense that when we first moved in together, like, it felt like we definitely were, like, cordial and really, really polite. She's so thoughtful and considerate, like, for sure. But I think we had this dynamic where we kind of, like, we go to each other for things, but we each have our, our own individual lives and groups of friends that we that we established and we have. And it doesn't feel like we're ever needing to get invited to other people's, like, each other's things. Of course, we're included for, like, dinners or, like, birthday celebrations, stuff like that. But, like, there's no, like, expectation and I know that's very specific for me and Dark. So I know some people when they move in with with their roommates, they either want to be really good friends or like they're like want to like meet new people and all this stuff. And like Charlie and I just don't. It was just a very natural dynamic for us. But yeah, that's something I would say that I love with Dar. Um, we also do not have any roommate drama at all. Our communication is like very clear and very um, upfront. So there's no like, oh, I'm so annoyed, blah blah blah, or I'm backhanded comments. Like, no, we're just we know that we live with each other. We have to squash anything we can. The other thing that I didn't expect to have with Dar is the emotional support. There's so many times I cried at home because I was going through something tough with my work, personal life that it's kind of like hard to escape 
your feelings when you live with someone 24-7. And she's been there for me for really dark periods of my life. Or I don't say periods, dark moments. Let's let's be a little bit more uplifting. And I don't think I, I I just think that's really special and really rare. Having someone to vent to, having someone to listen, and vice versa, like has been I think the biggest thing that I'll miss if we ever leave each other and we always joke around like to this day we're joking around about this during lunch I was like the ideal situation for us is that we live literally in the same apartment complex we were to move out she has she or she buys a house and I live in her in her ADU like I just really want to be close to Dar we just built such a nice like living habit lifestyle together it just feels weird to separate and it really reminds me of that scene from friends when Rachel and Monica like don't live together anymore and then they're like oh my god it feels like an end of an era and for me it really feels like that with Dar so definitely feel like something special and I don't take that for granted I think another thing that kind of ties in with like living with Dar and now Aaron is that they kind of they had the same friend group And obviously, throughout the years, their friends have stayed in our apartment. I've seen them. I honestly even got invited to Aaron's place before we moved in for dinner. Like, I got to meet their groups of friends. And it's been really nice to feel as if I have another social group. I I honestly didn't expect this. Like, I didn't, like, need it, to be honest. But I've clicked with them really well. They're so nice. So I remember sometimes I'll be, like, pre-gaming in our kitchen, like, about to go out to K-Town. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm going to go to bed. But they're like, Mel, do you want to do you want to join us? Do you want to come out? And there are moments I'm just like, no. But there are other moments I'm just like, yeah, why not? And I have such a good time with them. I really feel like I've gained new friends through Aaron and Dar. So having another social group was like really refreshing for me too. So that's one of the benefits. The other thing that I will say that maybe goes with emotional support is that I feel like there are times when vice versa when it's Aaron Dar myself that we're having a really long week and the work's been really crazy and then sometimes we don't have time to cook like no one has time to be in the kitchen uh, but one person out of the three will will have the time will cook something and they will always offer for the rest of the party or the house like hey do you want to have dinner like I made dinner please feel free to have some like I remember the other day like I came back from work or I was like working I wasn't checking my my, my roommate messages and I was like, man, like I wrapped up and I was like, I'm so tired. I can't even think about cooking the chicken I bought in my fridge. And I walked out to the kitchen in the dining room and they're like, hey, you didn't take your message? We're going to make dinner for you tonight. And I just felt so appreciative of that moment to be like, thank you. Like, thank you for feeding me. Thank you for taking care of me. So I would call this like meal support. That's really nice. And I do this too. Like I think the other day, other week I made like pasta and they both had a stressful week. I was like, please take some spaghetti. Like I don't, please take some food. Like it's just, yeah, feed yourself. Um, it also helps that darn Aaron are fantastic cooks in the kitchen. So we also have very similar palates in terms of food. So huge benefit. And the last thing I'll say that I love that I think I could really appreciate now is I feel like when you have roommates and you guys have a good dynamic um, you feel like you're not doing life by yourself. I was telling Helen Janet, like, I don't think people recognize like how, how much I value like Dar and Aaron uh, because I I don't think we share a lot about what's going on in the home. Like, what am I doing on the day-to-day, my in-between moments of life? But in those in-between moments, those small moments, I don't, I don't, sh- I don't choose to share, I guess, because I'm just there. I'm, I, I'm so present in these moments. I don't realize how present I am. But, you know, talking about my day, sharing about, you know, what's going on, like, which other friends are getting married, like, you know, what am I going through? Like, all these little things, like from travel plans to like, relationship issues or anything, like, 
When I say relationship issues, I meant like friendship, romance. Like Dara has seen me through all my dates, like the last 10 years. It's kind of insane. Was it 10? Sorry. Last like eight years, seven years, seven years. So the fact that we have been part of each other's little moments in life, you really don't feel alone. And I think sometimes you can feel so lonely when you're by yourself. And like, I I get why people live with other people, even into in their 30s. Like, it doesn't matter how old you are. You want to feel like you have company sometimes. And I truly feel like this is something I value. And it's funny I'm saying this now because there's one year, like, I really was considering moving out and living by myself. I really was. I told Aaron and I was like, hey, this might be the last year I'm living with you, blah, blah, blah. But after like reevaluating where I am in life and like financially, like, okay, maybe I should save a little bit more money and just stay. We really found this really great routine that I just loved and cherished because it felt like this comfortable thing. We'd get eat dinner together, watch our show together and like kind of recap our day and like go to bed. Like, I don't know. I just don't take those moments for granted. And yeah, you just don't feel alone. And I think that's something the biggest takeaway is that that's why I live with people, too, is you feel like you feel like you have companionship regardless of, you know, I think for me, even that I have a boyfriend, I, I still love living with Aaron and Dar. It doesn't take away from that dynamic at all. All right. Thank you so much for listening to this episode about roommates, living situations. Please let me know in the comments of this Instagram post if you also live with someone and why do you still have roommates? Like, let me know. Are they the same reasons like like me? Yeah, let me know in the comments of the Instagram post. Very curious to hear. And if you don't have roommates, tell me why also. I'm, I just want all the answers. And make sure to follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere else you get your podcasts. Again, thank you so much for tuning in. I will catch you on the next episode. Bye, everyone.